Welcome back to another episode of the Discipline the Gens podcast. I'm your host, Matty Betts. I'm here with the biggest Jed I know, Gino BetOpenly, owner of BetOpenly.com, a peer-to-peer marketplace. And today, first of all, before I can go into the podcast, how about the USA soccer team? Got it done today. 93% of the public was on them. It was a square play. And the public got paid. But it's kind of it was kind of cool to have a whole country rooting for them, like even from a betting perspective, like everybody was on them today. They cashed one zero. Craziest thing I saw earlier today: the USA right now are plus one seventy five on the money line on an on a no draw bet money line with the Netherlands at minus two seventy five. Those are on Bet NGM. What are your thoughts on those odds? <laughs> oh, the homie John Ewing. I want to say shout him out. He's one of my favorite accounts to follow. Good dude. I just responded. Plus 225, minus 225. That's all I said. Uh, Just a little poke at him. He's a good dude. Um, To match Maddie, we're so used to competing with each other. Like he's Eagles, I'm Niners. We're going to, I think we're going to meet in the playoffs. And it is fun to have the whole country behind the team. So I'm cheering for the USA soccer team. I all obviously, and I'm going to, I'm going to be pumping them next game plus 225. There's no way around that. Yeah, no, you have to. That that is a crazy uh, spread though, hundred hundred percent. Yeah, hundred points of juice. That's just they'll stop. So they'll that, eventually stop. So so on bet openly right now, it's minus two twenty five plus two twenty five. Yeah. So tell tell the people with soccer how it works because obviously with peer to peer it's a little different. Like if you bet on a soccer team on a sports book, if it's not the no draw bet, like you, if you bet on a team and they draw, you can yeah. lose your bet. I think the proper term for this bet is like to move on to advance gotcha. they call it to advance because you know soccer yeah. can end 90 minutes in a draw um now that the group round for those teams is done uh you basically can bet a team to move on so it's if they win during 90 minutes if they win in overtime or if they win in a shootout yeah uh it's it's more like hockey in that way us americans aren't used to ties ties are so painful there are people that bet the draw but most people are betting one team or the other team so then when the house collects on the draw, they're all butthurt. Yeah. So uh, I think they call it to advance. Um, but yeah, we just remove all the variants. So I appreciate this. Yeah. Uh, and I, I again, I've been hyping up Twitter lately. I love trolling dudes on Twitter, but like tastefully and talking shit. And I, we had some really good exchanges where people were like bet up straight up. Uh, one of the dudes, I'm not going to name him unless people want to be named. I will. He uh, literally said, I like K-State over TCU. He get, he put $1,000 up and gave someone even money. TCU is minus 140 to 60 with books. On bet openly, I believe it's minus 125 and then K-State's plus 125. He even went all the way and gave someone even. So like that's 60 points, 40 points better than a book. Yeah. So I, I love seeing it work. It's just period. If you're my dudes, I'm out here saving to Jen's money. That's all I care about. Yeah, that's that's the name of the game right now. So, all right, well, let's take a dive into what happened this past week. I believe underdogs went four and ten. So, I actually need to check on if that's up or down money. My guess is it's slightly down, just based on the the dogs that cashed weren't huge dogs, but definitely better than last week. Discipline the Gens picks crushed it nine and four total in week twelve. We had the six and one day yesterday. 
The one loss was the Colts money line. I was really pissed about that. Me Jonathan too. Taylor and Matt Ryan are both dead to me. And overall, been going pretty well. But there are some things I want to go over today. Some trending topics on social media. Deshaun Watson is finally back, returning for the Cleveland Browns this week. What's your take on this? Because oh, here's the man. thing. A quarterback that hasn't played in a couple years is a seven-point favorite on the road. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? Cleveland's been playing good ball. I've been low on Tampa Bay all year. I love seeing Tampa Bay lose. We were on Cleveland plus three, three and a half. I know I know that was a great catch. It could have gone either way. So any any Tampa Bay betters out there, I feel your pain. Um, I just think Cleveland is a good team prior to Deshaun. Yeah. Um, it's interesting. It's it's one of those he's going home. He's going to the There's Houston. a lot of off-field issues. I hear there's like people going to protest the game, all this. This man's nasty. This dude's talented. He has legs. I if yeah. I if I had to bet it, I'm 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 on Deshaun getting back on the sideline, like literally reminding people why he got all the money he got. I feel you, but you don't think there's gonna be any rust on the first game? Like a part of me feels like the Houston yeah. Texans are going to – I actually think Texas might win this game outright. The Ball. crowd's going to be riled up. Deshaun Watson is his first game back. Like, he's a stud. There's no doubt about it. But I don't know, man. Like, this is just a weird – You're going to get a lot of value. It's a weird-ass game written all over it. And I saw that thing about, like, the 10 females that he, quote-unquote, you know, sexually assaulted are going to be at the game watching. And I just think there's a lot of distractions and a lot that could go wrong. I agree. More so than go right, but I could see over the course of the next few weeks him like becoming the Deshaun Watson that we've known in the past. I just feel like this is a the narrative's a, fun though. This yeah. is gonna be a fun game. There's gonna be people, you know, ecstatic on both sides. I, I like it. I so one thing I do, and again, this is not a system. I just want you all to just put this in your back pocket of something you can do when you're looking for value. I go back, barring no major injuries, and I think to myself, what if these teams were playing each other on week one? Am I getting better or worse deal? And again, not a system, not a way to bet all your money, just for uh, just a, a way to check and balance if the, it's passing the eye test. Yeah. Uh, Houston's a little bit better than we all thought they were going to be. They thought they'd be terrible. They compete. Um, Cleveland, to me, is starting to find their stride with the run game. Then they add in a mobile quarterback. I think it's going to be like riding a bike for Deshaun Watson, um, but but we'll see. I just don't I – would, I would be with Matt – if they were playing a better defense. Yeah. I would be with Matt that this is going to be a painful return. I just think he knows Houston well enough and wants to shut everyone up on, and by talking on the field. Yeah. But again, I'll, that's square side. I'm sure the public's going to be all over Cleveland they're, money. They're on Cleveland. I just think that a lot could go wrong here, and I no think question. the money line here is a good chance. So, All right, up next, Jets offense scored 31 points last week after benching Zach Wilson. Are you buying and selling on this Jets team right now? Oh man, I've been I've had them on and off my power rankings. Yeah. Multiple times. Their defense is damn good. Uh I can't believe that Zach Wilson was the problem. I saw these crazy odds that like he was plus 300 to be in the NFL next year and like plus 200 to be in the XFL what? or the USFL. I couldn't find that anywhere. If anyone else can find that, I would hard nose hammer plus 300 on him to be in the NFL. That's crazy. His contract yeah. agreements alone, someone else to pick him up and give him a chance. Literally, I couldn't believe it unless it was some troll. Uh, literally, it was a third one down. It went XFL, CFL, 
That doesn't make NFL. Sense. He can um, at least be a backup. But <laughs> I don't think he was the problem, but then someone else comes in and looks a lot better. Yeah. I just can't believe he went second overall. Such a small quarterback. It's like he he literally reminded me in college and out of college mm-hmm. of Baker, and we watched that blow up. We've seen that blow up so many times that these organizations amaze me on who they draft. Yes. And I also don't think the Jets needed a quarterback. I think they needed other positions. So this Jets team looks like they're going to make the playoffs. Yeah. And I'm happy for them. I'm happy for my old defensive coordinator. Uh, I don't think their offense took, you know, I don't think he loosened it and someone else took off the lid. I, I, I think we see the recline in their offense a little bit, but. Bro. I think the Jets are the real deal. Damn, okay. Mike White had over 300-some passing yards, three touchdowns last week. He's more of a, he's a better fit in the locker room. Their defense is balling. The Jets are going to go into Minnesota this week and win this game outright. They're a three-point underdog. I really like this team. I, I don't understand what's not to like about them. So I respect Maddie's pick taking the Jets as dogs this week in, in Vikings. I've just been so high on this Vikings team. Um even though I have them, you know, only I think they're ninth in my power rankings. Uh, I just believe this is a good bounce back spot for them. And to me, the Vikings just made me money. I liked how they closed out Thursday. A lot of rest. They made yeah, made us both money. But. Yeah, they made they made DD money. I'll say. Yeah. Um, what 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 I'll say with these Jets is it's crazy how consistent they've been on defense. Mm-hmm. That's probably the thing I'm most excited for them. Um, and it's not a safe bet going against them right now. If if really the quarterback problem was Zach Wilson, yeah, and now they can put up points, they're a dangerous team. It seems like it was a locker room problem more than anything, though. Like that's they why I think this team's scary right now. Like he's yeah. like the spark they needed. Like he's a guy that seems like he's balled in. He's versatile, and you don't need a crazy good quarterback for like the Jets to be successful. They just need somebody good back there that is positive. Energy. I agree. And I'll transition that into I connect the NFC version of the Jets as the the commies to me. Washington, these two teams are playing good ball. They play great defense. They're hard nosed. That'd be a cool future bet. Washington Jets Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, no. Never, never. Uh, but dude, what haven't aren't they six and one or something in like the last seven weeks? Something dumb like that. I'm pretty sure they were one and four. So I think they're six and one. Yeah, they've had a nice is, run. It was ever since when I took them at, at the money line at plus, what was it, four, 420 against the Bills. Ever since they won that game, they've been pumping. They've been pumping. So, yeah. dude, they're – yeah, I mean, I, I always lean defenses. So, uh, these are these are what I think is interesting, that the parity in the NFL. These Jets are actually a good squad. New yeah. York fans should feel really good about them. These commies are a good squad. They won a tough game. That game could have gone either way. Uh, even though Maddie and I had one of our best weekends, like – on the podcast and in DD in terms of record units, everything. Honestly, homies, a lot of those games could have gone either way. Yeah, a lot yeah. of those games could have gone either way. This is when the NFL gets tougher and tougher to bet. Facts. And last but not least, the Washington Commanders, who you just mentioned, 7-5 and five record, and the NFC East is all as of today in the playoffs. It's that is crazy. crazy to me. They are literally what we thought the AFC West was going to be. Yeah. And the AFC West is not it. What do you think the like the commander's ceiling is? Like, obviously wild card, but like then what? You think they can win a game? I think they could win a playoff game. Wait, what? Who would you take them to beat on the road? Tampa Bay in a heartbeat. 
Yeah. I would take. I, I'm I'm being real right now. It's just hard to imagine Taylor Heineke beating Tom Brady in, in Tampa. <laughs> I, dude, I get it. I've I've been low on this Tampa Bay team all year. They're yeah. in right now. Atlanta could easily steal that spot. Dude, this New Orleans team is way better than their record. Again, yeah. I won't go down all these rabbit holes. Mm-hmm. I would take Washington over Tampa Bay, and I would say they could, no doubt, beat Minnesota. I would lean minnesota but yeah those are two teams that there's not a question i I would not be shocked if they beat either one of those in the playoffs makes sense all right give me your your biggest reactions from this past week and then we'll get in our our predictions going into week here comes a jab my dude here comes a haymaker straight for your head honestly your eagles only scored 17 on those colts how how does Pitt put up more points because it's the nfl bro it's the nfl anything happens any given week how did your 49ers – what did your 49ers do early Nothing. in the season? They lost – let me pull it up. They lost at, at Denver. Chicago. They lost at Denver. They scored 10 points at Denver. At Denver, at Chicago. At Chicago. So it's the NFL. I mean – No, no. Timing's everything. I agree. I Trust me. I did not have my Niners over your Eagles yeah. any week until now. Yeah. I don't think that Green Bay team is good. They competed with you. That interception was huge. I think if Green Bay scores there – they definitely cover. It's a different ball yeah, game but, either way. But at the same time, A.J. Brown fumbles going into the end zone pretty That's much. That's fair. That, that was like a 14-point swing there. I I'm mean, looking at it one-sided. You're right. Yeah, it's the NFL. It's the I, NFL. What, what I've seen, even though your Eagles have a great record, they're very beatable. So here's the thing. Like, if they put it together again on defense, they're, I mean, honestly, I know everyone thinks that Packers win is a bad win, just how the game played out. But, like, their offense is so explosive. It's just bullshit fumbles and yeah, like, yeah. and Jalen Hurts is three interceptions the entire season. Like I'm loving what I'm seeing. Dude, I'm actually runs like a beast. They just have to put all the pieces together on defense, which they picked up some players and they just it's gonna take some time. So I, I need I'm our stat guys, our I'm, stat guys to chime in. Yeah, is there a quarterback in the NFL that squats more than Jalen Hurts? No, he's pound for pound the strongest player in the NFL. Yet wait, pound for pound the strongest player? I believe he's up there. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I mean, maybe not because there's like guys like Nick Chubb and like Bosa. there's a couple running backs. No, because I'm say pound for pound. Okay, I got it. I got like it. Probably two fifty or two. That's fair. That's fair. I don't know. So yeah, there is guys though. like Chubb that just yeah. squat stupid amounts. Okay, but so there's no question he's the strongest quarterback. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. No okay. Doubt. Okay. No, no I know. I've seen this stat. I just didn't know. No doubt. If there's some random backup that's just a, a, a beast that's just not good at the position. Yeah. What else you got? Um. Tampa Bay's as bad as we thought, my dudes. I'm sorry. I hope <laughs> I hope the Niners get to face Tampa Bay in some playoff form. Yeah. I would love it to come to our backyard so I can drive over here to that game. <laughs> Obviously, I want the Niners to have home I want field. You, I want you right now to look into the camera and give your prediction of who Tampa plays in the first round and who they lose to so we can clip this later. Tampa Bay loses to an NFC team, NFC East team. I think it will be the Commies. Could be the but, Cowboys. But it could easily be the Cowboys. The Cowboys wouldn't be a surprise. They'd probably be favored by four. The in Com- Tampa. In Tampa. The Commies would Crazy. probably be plus three and a half, something like that, just by hype and difference of offense and everything, if I had to. But we'll, we'll make it bold. Yeah. The NFC East, one and done's the Tampa Bay Bucks at home. It would be a bolder prediction with the Dogs, the Commies going in there and winning. Yeah. But I think – Dallas would would 13 piece them. No question. Yeah, makes sense. 
All right, I'm going to give you mine. So, like, right now, well, first of all, I got to say this. I'm tired of my Eagles being disrespected <laughs> at the fifth best team in the NFL. I'm seeing it everywhere. I saw Stephen A. Smith saying it on ESPN. I see your power rankings. They're on third and number four. I got four. You can't put them behind the Dolphins right now. You can't put the people that have them at five is crazy, bro. Give my Eagles some respect. They deserve it. Secondly, and I said this already, but I'm going to say it again. This Jets team is the real deal. I'm backing them as a dog money line this week, but I'm telling you, Mike White was the missing piece. They're going to be a scary team in the postseason. I'm telling you. I think everybody just thinks is the Jets as the Jets. Like, right? Like, oh, they, they like even when they have a nice win, people are like, oh, it's still it's just the Jets. Jets. I get but it. The Jets are good, bro. Like, they have a really good roster. So I'm saying, just keep an eye on them, is all I'm saying. All right, let's dive into our primetime games. And. We're going to man- do a manifestation right now. We have our high noons with us. I think Gino bought like a hundred of these when we were at the bar this past weekend. But our goal is to get sponsored by High Noon. They We tweeted at them. They tweeted back this past week. So we're going to, every episode until we get sponsored, we're going to open up a High Noon when we talk about dust, We're going to dust off Nooners. <laughs> All right. Cheers, my dude. Cheers. Thursday night football. Delicious. We have the Bills coming to New England. Buffalo is a four and a half point favorite over under 43 and a half. Where are you leaning out on this game right now? Oh, you've been making fun of me for hating New England all year. And this is one position that I strongly lean New England. Home division dog in prime time. Home division dog in prime time. It checks every box. Everyone's going to be on the crazy rested Buffalo Bills. New England lost the same, right? Just a couple hours later. So they both have a full long rest. And dude, I'm going to say it. I've said it before. I'm going to say it again. Something doesn't look right with Josh Allen. And I like this New England defense significantly more than Buffalo. Do you all remember how – remember that crazy windy game last year where it was like they couldn't even pass the ball, they couldn't even kick the ball? I'm not saying it's going to be like that. The weather doesn't say that. Um, but just give me four and a half. Give me New England four and a half. I'm not even going crazy with money line. But, dude, it wouldn't surprise me. This Bills team is not the – they're not this untouchable – guaranteed Super Bowl run like everyone wouldn't shut up about. Mm-hmm. I don't even, I have them as the fifth in my power rankings and I mean it. They repeatedly show they're beatable. There's no reason mathematically I can see to bet anything except New England plus four and a half. Yeah. You could arguably have the Cowboys in front of them on there. I don't. Or the Bengals. The way they've point. been playing, I don't disagree at yeah. all, dude. I mean, here's one thing I'll say about this game is Bill Belichick, this is almost like a revenge game. He got embarrassed by Buffalo in the playoffs last year. Like, they got absolutely routed. And I remember that specifically because I had the Patriots in that game. And they got absolutely routed. So, it's an interesting spot. I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to lean the, the points here for sure. Um, I'm going to lean the points and the under. Can you tell me what it, what it opened up at, the over-under? Yeah. Because I'm seeing numbers that I don't believe. I'm seeing, I'm seeing 51 turn 43 and a half. That doesn't make sense. No. It wasn't 51. So I, I that's a bad data source. But I, I believe you'd get at least, probably opened up at 45, so you're getting a point and a half. I, I would lean over here. Mm-hmm. I would lean 24-20 on the game. Like smack dab on the nose. Bills win 24-20. That'd be interesting. All right, up next, Sunday Night Football. The Colts travel to Dallas. Indianapolis is a 10 and a half point underdog over under sitting at 43 and a half. What do you like here? Which, which indie team are we going to get, dude? The one that competed with your Eagles or the one that got pretty embarrassed the first half of last I, night's game? I have a theory here, though. What if the Steelers are just not bad? 
They're really. I I honestly think we're underestimating the Steelers and what they did. And the thing is, is the Colts they fumbled on the one yard line uh, last night, like. And the Cowboys in Jerry World, they suck at covering big spreads. Like the Cowboys at home as big favorites, they never fucking cover. <laughs> I like the Colts here. Give me the ten and a half points. I'll close my eyes and take the ten and a half points. I'll go over too. And yeah, if I'm looking here, uh, I, I got to take the ten and a half. Dude, this Dallas team, though, man, I felt so good at halftime against. The Giants, who I've been low on all year, but through the Giants just came out and competed. Yeah. And then Dallas just turned it on, flashed on, and what they do? 21 unanswered before they given up that last touchdown. Yeah. I think it was. Um, they're just not a team that I would put a lot of money next to, so I'm trying to speak in units here. If you take the Colts, I understand it. I probably would go a half a unit just because the hook's there, and I, I'm going to say the opposite of what most of you were thinking. Mm -hmm. I believe they're trying to get more people on the Colts. I think this spread should be around 12 and a half. So I, I would take Dallas minus 10 and a half for a half a unit. My my unit would actually be on the under here. I'm going to just reverse to yesterday. Let's not forget about the second half. Forget about the Colts running the ball back to the 50 twice on special teams. Let's take all that out. If the Dallas team faces the Colts that I saw in the first half. I honestly think Dallas holds this Colts team to 10 points. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Oh, man, it's a tough one. <laughs> Remember, these are early leans. They're, these it's are early. not official picks. Yeah, it's early. And I, I would say, too, the Colts defense actually, even though they gave up 27 to Pitt, which is not good, they really did come out and buckle down for that third quarter. Again, one quarter of four, not much to write home about. Yeah. I'm over on the Buffalo New England game. I'm going to be under 43 and a half on this Colts Dallas game. 2010, 2410, something like that. 2310. Yeah. That's where I'll fall. All right. Monday Night Football. The Saints travel to Tampa. The Saints are a three and a half point dog over under 40. What do you like here? So if I watch that Niners Saints game again, I think that game should have been 13-13. I'm thoroughly impressed on how hard my Niners are. They haven't allowed a second half point in four games in the second half. I think I said that. Uh, so like, dude, they're hard nosed, man. They hit hard. I have not seen that dog in Tampa Bay. Yeah. Th this to me, you know, I see that plus 158, minus 190 variance, and I'm like, dude, go to bed openly. Get the Saints at plus 175. Mm -hmm. Take it. Cover yourself. If you're going to do a half unit on the Saints money line, do a unit on the points. Uh, taking three and a half in this game makes a lot of sense. The Saints defense is tough. The Niners offense is better than Tampa Bay's. The Saints play the Niners offense. Hard nose. And honestly, the team that we're closest to, the Niners, is Tampa Bay. So it's going to be a rematch of that in a game that I thought could be 13-13 in the second uh, – excuse me, in the game. I was on New Orleans last week. I lost it. I get it. I still think New Orleans was a better bet. To me, I'm, I would I would go as hard as like this should be two units on Saints plus three and a half, but I'm probably going to go a unit on the money line at plus 175 and a unit on plus <laughs> three and a half or blend that down. A unit on plus three and a half, half a unit on the money line, depending on how conservative I want to be. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's funny because people will say that, like, hey, you can't feel good about a losing bet. But if you had the Saints plus nine last week, you got to feel good about it. Like, it lost. Yeah, it like, lost. But you, you had every chance. You know those type of bets long term are going to make you profit. 
And like, I don't get this line, man. Uh, give me the Saints all day at three and a half. Give me the money line. Give me the under. Uh, I'll take a, a 2017 Saints game here. Yeah, and this one's scary. This over under is 40. And the Saints always had the, the Bucks number too. In they the play the them hard. Season, in the regular season, they always have their number. They play them hard. This division's still wide open for the playoffs. Atlanta picked up an L. Tampa Bay picked up an L. Saints picked up an L. Obviously, this would be a big win for the Saints and keep their season, their playoff hopes alive. I, I really like the Saints here. Yeah. All right. Let's, uh, we're going to bring a guest on shortly, but give me a few of your leans and your dog of the, we'll do your leans, dog of the week. And then we're bringing on Ben Carey from Capwise. Give me a couple of leans that you haven't talked about yet. Yeah. I would say my dog of the week which is a early bet lean, all of that is Falcons. I, I literally was like scrolling. Are they someone injured? Why are the Falcons getting disrespected at plus one? Why is everyone so high on Pitt? I get it. They've, they've, they competed with Cincy and now they beat Indy, but uh, I don't see it. This is disrespectful to Atlanta. Just how I was just talking about the Saints in Tampa. Slide that over to Atlanta. Atlanta can win here and retake that division with the Tampa Bay loss. I, they can earn my money. If Pitt is genuinely better than Atlanta and Atlanta, take my money. You can have it. I'm Atlanta money line. Uh, leans outside of that. People are going to be crazy high on the Dolphins coming into the Niners. They're going to remember the Niners only scored 13, that they can't possibly compete with uh, with the offense of Miami. There's guys chirping already. Our old running backs are chirping. That's a mistake. Our old running backs on Miami are chirping about the Niners. The Niners... The gap between the Niners' defense and the Dolphins' defense is a lot larger than the gap between the Dolphins' offense and the Niners' offense. I think this is going to be a fun game. I think this would be a blast of a Super Bowl. I just think we're going to point back and forth, and our defense is the difference. Um, the, the Niners is a great play for me. I think you can get it at minus three and a half. Two, three weeks ago, I told everyone, take the Niners minus three. Take the Niners minus four against the Saints before that line moved. This one, to me, Niners are minus three to four right now. Take that. This should be a six-point spread, and I'm not disrespecting the Dolphins. It's just a variance in the Dolphins' lack of defense. They're going to make the Niners' offense look how it should have looked prior to the Saints. The Saints have a good off a defense. And I throw the commies in there too, dude. It, it it seems like I hate these lines. I hate the two and a half, minus two and a, minus two and a half. Public love. They think they're easy. I usually hate them. Um, I really like the Washington Commanders. To Probably, beat the Giants. yeah. I mean, I'm looking at right now they're minus one and a half. Now I think it's down to it's down to one and a half. I like that. I like that better that they're moving it that people are betting on. I see 54 percent of the public on the Giants. Yeah, I I would just say in this game, I'm looking at minus 125 right now. Give me minus 125. These commies keep printing for me. This might even be a two unit play. They're, to me, they're gonna significantly shut down the the Giants on offense. Yeah. I, I like the Commanders too, but I'll give you some of mine. So Please. I like the Jets as a dog, money line and points. I like my Eagles this week. I took them last week. I typically don't like betting my team too often. Um, but I have a theory on the Eagles that they're being disrespected right now. And when they play good competition, I think there's actually value on them to cover versus when they're a bigger, uh, bigger favorite against some of these lower end teams. I think it's harder for them to cover at times. But like we saw it when Dallas came to Philly and they were they they won by twelve. And then uh you know what, what was the their most recent? They just won by seven. And then this week, what's the spread? Five. Yeah, five. Like I, I love this. I, I like it a lot. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go Jets, I'm gonna go Eagles. 
I'm on the fence on the Steelers. I hear what you're saying totally, but a part of me believes the Steelers are a little bit better than we think. Um, so I'm going to keep an eye on that one. Um, and then the Colts, uh, you know, after that, after that devastating loss yesterday, you know, it'll be interesting to see how they bounce back. Yeah, what I'd say too, honestly, anytime you can get Philly at home under a touchdown, to me, it's just one of those square side or not, I'm betting it. There, there's just no way like Tennessee's good. I've been cheerleading for Tennessee all year. Their defense is hard. I just think Jalen's going to be able to sneak it in when they can't run and when they can't, if they go, if they stack that box, he's They're going to shred them passing the ball. I just think this is a bad match. You probably haven't heard me say all season mm-hmm. fade Tennessee, but I'm fading Tennessee pretty hard here. Yeah. Just, just because you're getting Philly minus that five. And this is going to be a tough game. Uh, Tennessee should be able to run the ball very well against this Philly team. I just think the firepower, it, to me, the Philly, you blink and they put up 14. Tennessee would have to play mistake-free football. Um, yeah, I, I I just think Philly minus five is easy. And the square side, I'll, I'll admit when I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm on square side at least twice a week. The squarest bets so far, I would agree with Maddie. I'm on, I'm on Philly and Atlanta is probably going to be pretty square. Yeah, I like it. Uh, we're going to welcome on a special guest to the show, Ben Carey from CapWise. What's good, Ben? How's it going, guys? How you doing today? Good? We're living. Doing, doing pretty good, man. You know, it's a, it's a snowy day uh, out here in Colorado, but uh, hey, we still got football on, so that's fun. How many how many uh, bathrooms does Russell Wilson have? <laughs> uh, I think he's he's still at 12, I think, and he's <laughs> what, is he at eight touchdowns now. Oh, man. <laughs> So you know that was the the biggest or the largest uh, um, amount purchased for a house uh, that that sale back in the summer in Colorado history. So like the history ever. Jesus. Yeah. Oh, so man. I guess we helped fund that us Bronco fans. Yeah, that's <laughs> with your tears. Much. You built yeah, it with, with your tears. Exactly. Hopefully as a moat. And <laughs> oh man, <laughs> it's it's bad right now. But I, hey, I do want to pick your brain. I respect you a lot, Ben, and I really like your college takes. I want to dive into these championship games. Maddie and I don't do what we're, we're pretty much NFL, right? Yeah. But we like mixing it up. So on, before you do college, okay, I got okay. to give Ben his credit. Cause so Ben came oh, on our, our podcast, uh, preseason NFL. He gave out three plays lions under seven. So that one's, what do you think, Ben? 50, 50 on that one. I think a little better than 50, 50, but it, three weeks ago I was, I was t- talking to Gino about it. And I was yeah. feeling really good about myself. And all of a sudden the lines yeah. are coming along, but I'd say a little, maybe like 55, 45, but we could say 50. This 50. week will be huge. Obviously. If Jacksonville can beat them for you, I think you're good. Yeah. Yeah. I agree with that. I think, if, I think you're going to win it this week. I think even if you lose this week, if, even if they win this week, you're still in play for maybe a push or something. Or exactly. Win. And then your second one, Vikings, the win the vision, that one win the division that's spot on. Gino is yeah. on that as well. Great pick there. What'd you get that number at, roughly? Oh man, I gotta go look. I think it was like, I want to say eight, seven to one. Is that no? Maybe that was a little too high. What, no, what was it, it at? It three, probably three to high. one. It was like three or four. Yeah, yeah, it was three to one. That's, That's still right. a great. That's Packers still a great were, play though. Packers were the favorite. We got a better one for yeah. you. Yeah, your last one. And then, and my favorite one, <laughs> the Eagles to win the NFC at eleven to one odds. How are you feeling about that? Yeah, I'm feeling good about that one. That was the one I got mixed up on. Um, my whole idea with that is like, hey, the East is going to, or the, yeah, the NFC is going to be open. The East is going to be open. I don't need them to win the Super Bowl. I just need them to get there. So it's, I love it. it's looking good, but the Niners are, 
We're there. On a little bit. We're I think, there. I think you're going to sweep those. I think you're going three and zero. I really do. That'd be dope. I'd take two and one, but hey, yeah, I'll take three and zero too. All right, go ahead, Gina. Give us your call. Oh, all I was saying was Maddie and I love NFL. We love football in general, but I, I'm a big college guy. Uh, I'm I'm a USC guy. I love the West Coast bias because we get no love. So I wanted to ask you about these championship games. Wanted to start off with which championship game are you most excited about? I'm a West Coast guy too. Uh, it's got to be the Pac-12 championship, Utah USC. Uh, this is a rematch. Uh, the first game was a really good one. Utah won that one. Um, it was a close one throughout. Uh, this is going to be a neutral. But the thing with this game is, if if USC wins, it, it doesn't matter how they win. If they get a win, I'm 90% sure, maybe even a little more, that they're going to make the playoff. They got so, it, right? Yeah, I mean, I think the rankings just came out, but just looking at what happened on Saturday, it's basically they control their own destiny. If they lose, though, and they're they're for sure out. So That's yeah, no it's, question. It's basically, Caleb Williams, this is, this is his moment to shine. He's probably going to win the Heisman, too. Uh, that's got to be the game I'm looking forward forward to the most to be honest he's a monster to take down and what i'll say i mean i just like the narrative i love that usc would be undefeated if they didn't lose to utah so they get a chance of redemption i i saw that ohio state has a better chance to make the playoffs than usc which i thought was atrocious like come on um I, i i'm with you man if usc has one loss and they got redemption on the team that beat them they're 12 and 1 with the heisman winner you got to put them in the playoffs yeah, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, I, again, I agree with you. It's a little bit of the, the East Coast bias there. But if they win, they they got to be in. There's no way you could put Ohio State in over them, how they looked against Michigan. And I, I think they have to have to be in the mix. And they'll probably be matched up with Georgia, as long as Georgia doesn't lose. But, hey, anything we'll, can we'll happen. We'll get into all that. Um, yeah, a lot, are, lot can happen. Are, sure. are you going to be with, are you going to be square side with me on this one? So that that opened up at USC minus one twenty five, the public has beaten that up to minus one sixty. Is there any value on that? I think at this point you take the two and a half. Um, if you can find it, let's see. Makes sense. Well, actually, two and a halfs on on Fanduel that's juiced up to minus one twenty five. I would just take the the minus three at this point. Um, Anything anything over that, three and a half, I, I would stay away. But I feel okay still with a three. I wouldn't be surprised if this moves a little bit more. Uh, I was trying to get a gauge of like where the sharp action may, may be. And I think the, the sharps are kind of split on this one. But I think at the end of the day, it's hard to beat a team twice. And that's not just a square take. Mm-hmm. Because there's a psychological aspect to that too. But I think it comes down to coaching. But I will say though, both these coaches are kind of in their own right, neck and neck with each other. I mean, the Utah guy, Wilmingham, he has a lot of experience. Um, but but Lincoln Riley, I mean, what he's been able to do exactly. thus far with that program, it's been amazing. And honestly, I I don't like sixty seven points, but I gotta go over here. There's no way USC wins this game without putting up forty. Is that crazy? Thirty five. Nah. It's not crazy at all, and their defense is is struggling. So Struggled it could bad. be one of those games. I mean, we saw it in the Notre Dame game. I was on the over. I got kind of fortunate there, but I mean, late down the stretch, Notre Dame put up some points, and USC's defense is still 
pretty average. Yeah, I agree. And and Utah's offense is way better than Notre Dame. Right now, you can get on yep. bet openly the over under 66 and a half in this game. The money line, you can get USC at as low as minus 142. So that's a lot better than, than that, when you say 160. I appreciate that. Yeah, I agree. That's, that's pretty good. If you can get get it at minus one forty five, like any anywhere around there, minus one forty two, I still think that's a good look. I agree. And then diving in, tell tell the people what they want to hear. Does LSU have a chance versus Georgia? Does Purdue have a chance versus Michigan? Uh, so you know, so a guy I really respect. Uh, I guess I'll just say his name, Brad Powers. He likes LSU to cover, but not to win. Um, I don't think they have a chance. I mean, at the a, like if LSU would have won last week, um, I would feel a lot better about them covering and maybe keeping it close. But, you know, what's the real motivation for LSU in this spot, right? But I guess you could say the same with Georgia because I think if Georgia loses, they're probably still in also. So yeah. it's kind of like one of those weird games. I know it's crazy for us to say, like, why won't college kids be motivated in a game? But these are kids, man. I mean, think, think back when we were 21. 22 like anything gets you hyped up right i <laughs> you got to get these kids pumped up right i i, I bless you I, I genuinely believe in the sec like pride of ownership the league and all of that I, I i think georgia wants to win the sec championship i think they want the baton to officially be passed that there wasn't a one-off that they've been there the last two years in a row this will be the third now in terms of competing um i, I think they have a lot of pride I won't go as far as to go against someone you respect and say, take Georgia minus 17 and a half. But everything I saw out of LSU was they had a good run, but they're just not even remotely on that level. And mm-hmm. I, I think Georgia's defense shows up here. I, I really like holding that. L- I like that LSU team total under if, I, if, I'm, if I'm just pulling one, one bet out. I, I personally, I think my best bet personally will be the under like 51 and a half because Georgia, their defense is going to do its thing. Can LSU put up points? Probably not. And Georgia doesn't, doesn't need to run up the score really in this one. Uh, so I, th- I like the under, I think the under is probably the look and it sounds like we're basically aligned. Yeah, I agree. What we think's going to happen. I completely agree. And then jumping straight to Purdue, Michigan, Purdue have yeah. a shot in hell. So this is interesting because you know, Michigan just had a really hard fought win, right? And do they do they take their foot off the gas a little bit? I mean, last year, no, because they still got the job done um, in the uh, championship game. I think they did they play Iowa last year. I believe they covered that game. Uh, maybe Maddie can look that up, but yeah, I, I think gotta, in this I, one, I can though, do something. I'll be good for something here. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I just put the Maddie. No, like, he'll do it. He's doing. He has his, he has his computer in front of him. Okay, perfect. Uh, I, I lean under in this one because look, Michigan's offense. I don't want to say it was an anomaly, but they hit on a lot of big plays. I was actually watching some breakdown of some of the runs, they and they were they they got super lucky in in the aspect of like they ran at the right gap when like Ohio State blitzed on the the other gap, right? And it was kind of like one of those things where. They just got really fortunate, and then it was like a forty-yard run. Um, Wait, what did you want me to we, look up again? Iowa, Michigan, uh, who they last played year. last year in the Big Ten Championship? Who Michigan, Michigan played? Because they won that game, of course, and then they played Georgia, and then Georgia was one of my biggest plays of the college football season last year against Michigan, and 
they blew the brakes off of them. Yeah, but you nailed. I'm it. just kind of. They beat Iowa. They beat Iowa forty-two-three. They definitely covered. That. Oh, so yeah, they definitely covered. Um, oh yeah, so basically what happened is like they beat Ohio State and then they carried the momentum and then they had like that three-week, four-week off period and then they they just didn't have the momentum. So I still think they have momentum in this game, but I don't think their offense is going to put up thirty-five. Uh, I like the under. I think Purdue is going to try to be very smart, control the ball as much as possible. Uh, it kind of comes down to Blake Corum, too, if he's going to be healthy or not uh, with that knee injury. I'm so. surprised Purdue has four losses, to be honest, as high as I thought of them. I, I don't watch as closely college as, as pro, so I lose track of their record. I was surprised. I thought I thought for sure this would be the 9-3 and three Purdue stepping into this. And, and, and going back to the Pac-12 real quick, yeah, please. The, Pac, the Pac-12 this season did something that they haven't done before. They put the top two teams, regardless of division, within the Pac-12 in the championship game. The idea behind that was to kind of boost the playoff chances, right? Yeah, I like um, it. I, I like it a lot, too, because if the Big Ten did something like that, I mean, we technically would get another uh, Michigan-Ohio State rematch. Wow. But but from the Ohio State standpoint, they would love that, right? Because like, if Ohio State had the chance to play Michigan again, they would love that opportunity. That would help them get in. So I think the Pac-12 did something right uh, this year. And one of my takes in the summer was that a Pac-12 team would make the playoff because of oh, that shit. reasoning. And it's kind of playing out well as long as USC wins. So you're, you're right there. We'll see, you're and right there, man. And so they got one game. Thanks for covering all this. I, w- I want to now dive into plays, and I want to I want to pick your brain, and I'll give you some of my bold predictions. Do you have a do you have a favorite bet that stands out to you between Friday and Saturday? Yeah, I'm gonna have to go USC. I know it seems nice. square. Um, Squares win too. Yeah, th- absolutely. And I think I got this early. It, it moved, but I think at minus three, I'm still fine with it. Like if it's a push, it's a push. Um, I'm curious if this gets to three and a half. It might see some resistance uh, from people who got it at two and a half, but. I think at three, you still pulled the trigger. That's on Friday. Um, this Friday. I, I can let you, yeah, this Friday. I can let you take uh, one of your favorites and then I'll give you another one. Yeah, I'll, I'll give you a favorite and then I'll give you some dogs. Um, it, it, it's a little bit of a boring one, but I, I believe in this Tulane team. And Tulane, I think they're minus three and a half. What I saw, it's definitely square side. It opened up at two. The public's beating it up to three and a half. Don't. Do not love, I would not take that minus 165. Um, but everything I've seen, UCSF let that team back in last week. I, I like this Tulane team all year. They've they've actually been a printer for me. So um, super square side, terrible money distribution if you want to bet sharp. Terrible line movement. It went exactly how it was supposed to. I, But I can't get away from liking Tulane in this game. Yeah, and, and UCF is not what they that's what have I been. So I think like the name recognition standpoint, like is that people what are it gonna is? see UFC and they're gonna try to just bet that side because they they've been known to be a team that has been winning games, but I think Tulane for sure is the better team in this matchup. And just being really square, I mean I had this pegged at minus five. So even though minus three and a half isn't as good as minus two and a half, I'm like, oh yeah, no brainer. It won't be crazy. It'll just be a unit, but I just think the Tulane team's better, and I'm excited for them. I, I, I like, I've liked them all year. Tulane's minus yeah, I, one. Yeah, I think that's a good look. Minus 150 on Ben Openly, minus three and a half at plus 105. Minus 150. That's not bad. I appreciate nice. that. Yeah. 
And do you want to go into dogs? Do you have a dog of the week? Because I got two. I got a bold one too, but I, I got one more game to ask you on, but I want you to speak first. Yeah, let's do this. I'll give you another one I like, yeah, and then I'll, I'll, I'll give a dog that I'm kind of looking at. Um, I think the Michigan-Purdue game, I alluded to it, the under. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a, a, a play of mine. 52 right now, but again, I, I think Michigan's offense is going to be not as explosive as what we saw in Ohio State. And I also think they pulled out a lot of the stops too to beat Ohio State. Like they were running some plays that we haven't really seen all year with uh, uh, the young quarterback there. Good point. Uh, yeah, and I think now it's like, oh crap! Now you have to go win the Big Ten championship. Uh, I they'll still have, I don't think that much of a problem um, beating Purdue, but they may not cover. But I think just the points from Michigan and offense as a whole won't be as explosive as far as dogs though i'm trying to find one that i really like um i can give you two that i love yeah people are gonna hate me one you like Uh, i just i really feel bad tcu's had a great run i don't see a world where k-state doesn't win this game i really don't the you know what the line the money my dog too man the line of money distribution is perfect it is perfect for screaming K-State and the dudes that cap these games know more about sports, especially college than me. It's just screaming at me. And I'm looking at plus 125 right now. I'm better openly. I, I can't get away from my, my baby. This is one that I think it's plus 110 with books. You give me plus 125. I'm taking it. And this is another rematch game, right? right? Uh, these two teams played and TCU got the better of them. But I think that was a game that TCU, like half their games have been this way where it was tight throughout. Yeah. Um, I think Kansas State is in that great spoiler role where they're just kind of like, hey, first and foremost, we got beat by you guys already. Number two, I guarantee you they're looking at this team and they're like, they're not they're not an undefeated team, like in our our mind, right? Like yep. and, and maybe, the, but they're not as talented as with the over under at sixty two and a spread at two, it's just like so much room for mistakes with that much scoring. To me, it's just like Crack open a 12-pack, have a blast, cheer for the dog, get some good lines, odds, and basically least amount of mistakes wins. And then I'm, I'm going to yeah. make one more bold. I want people to tune in. This one's hitting. I'm Coastal Carolina money line. I'm Coastal Carolina money That's line. Old. They're plus eight and a half right now going versus Troy. I love this Coastal Carolina team. I've loved them for two or three years now. I just like the, the football that they play. I love their coaching staff. I like that they're this team that people have like thought were cute, but you know, they're really not allowed in the show. I just feel like they win this bowl game. They could start arguing now with their record the last two years and then coming in as eight and a half dog and winning outright. And again, repping my baby. I see books have it as plus 250 to 260, but bet openly I'm looking at 290. He almost given me three to one on a nine and two Coastal Carolina team that were they undefeated last year or were they off by one? They were, they've been good for a minute. And that's mm-hmm. where, of course, would I be happier with the eight and a half? Sure. But not if you're going to give me three to one. Yeah. And I think, uh, I mean, they're a team that they've been in big games, right? And they have the coaching experience. But the only thing that does scare me is I believe, is it Grayson McCall, their quarterback? I think he's out. But he's been out, so um, well, I guess it says he's unclear. Yeah, I do believe by the line, though, to, to your point, I think he's out. 
I don't think this spread is anything over six without with him in. Um, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, and again, I mean, anytime you say a three to one dog plus eight and a half to win, don't put don't put money that you need on rent on this. This is more <laughs> of a fun slap a unit down, let it hit three, and you have three free units to play on the other games. Uh, I've just liked this team for a minute, and I don't. Yeah. Bet dogs plus 300 often. I've just been watching this one. I was waiting to see what it opened up at. And I immediately said to myself, if I can get over 225, I'm taking it. Yeah. And the head coach, Jamie uh, Chadwell, uh, he, he has a really good uh, offensive mind. He That's kind of his background. Uh, he's taken over that program and he, he's done really well with it. So I think he's going to have those boys ready to play. It kind of comes down to what Troy does and if they're ready to go. But if not, Coastal Carolina could catch him slipping a little bit in this one. Yeah, we'll see. I could, I could look like an absolute fool when it's like 21 nothing <laughs> at half. Um, yeah. And and the last question I'm going to add before we shift you over for the last 10 minutes to NFL. Do you have any leans? Any? Are you excited for that Clemson-UNC game? Is it a big nothing? I feel bad because they have some great fans on both sides. Uh, so I actually played UNC at plus eight. Uh, maybe it was eight and a half. I have to go double check. But I got, got in pretty early on that. Here's the thing with Clemson. I mean, their defense is their defense is their defense. Like we all know, Clemson's defense is solid, but their offense, man, they're just so inconsistent at times. Too many three and outs. Dude, uh, with DJ, I never can pronounce his last name, so I'm not going to try. I'm not a I'm not a sportscaster, so I can get away with that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I don't like what I've seen out of him. They said he's going to be the starter. Um, Give me, yeah, give me a seven and a half, a touchdown. I actually think this is a play that the Sharps are going to hammer UNC, and I think it actually dips under a touchdown. And what's going to happen is the public's going to see, oh, Clemson six and a half, right? Uh, oh. They have one loss. Um, ten and two. Ten and two. They have two losses, right? Like they'll be fine. But no, I think I think UNC uh, is the player. They have the better quarterback and. I like uh, the Tar Heels to cover a touchdown. And oddly, people are going to want to speak this clearly. I have this game pegged at 56 and a half for the over-under. So you'd be like, what, seven points? You got to hammer the under. I literally scratched it off because obviously my read is that far off. But I can't believe this over-under 63 and a half. I really like, again, trying to speak in exact numbers. I think this is a 30-24 game, something like that. 33 24 if it goes that way something like that 33 27 so i'm like why is it 63 and a half and i probably won't be betting it as stupid as that sounds because there's times where i just don't trust myself and i think i read it wrong or my data is off because i thought this should be a 57 point over under yeah i guess the market thinks that clemson's offense can put up points but which i don't yeah i, I don't know it, yeah, I, I don't either. I mean, I'm honestly the same way you are with this one. I think it's going to be um, rainy, cold, and sloppy. UNC. I think it's going to be rainy, cold, and sloppy too. There's a, I don't know. It's a weird one. I'm going to be so we'll mad see. if it's like 10, 7 and a half. What, what if you start to see that number moving like to 62? The, would, does that, in a weird way, does that make you feel more comfortable? 100%. Yeah. I'm not kidding you. If Sharps buy it down to 61, I'll like it more than I'd like it right now at 63. As stupid as it I, sounds. There's just like... I would. I wouldn't be surprised. There's times when I look in the mirror and I'm like, I'm not that good. And I just run away. And this is one of the ones. <laughs> yeah. Um, so let's drag Maddie back in here. I want to get his take. I give all the power rankings. Maddie, 
laughs at my Niners and cheers for his Eagles, but I want both of yours. To tell me where, like, your top three teams. Just give me something here because this NFL, the parody is beautiful. The NFL, the product, getting better and better every year. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of teams that are in the mix. Um, you know, for some of the younger heads, like, I mean, I'm I'm 30. How old am I? 31 now. <laughs> I remember when it was just the freaking Patriots every year, right? And it right. was just like, who's going to bring that on the Patriots? But this year, I, I don't think you can really say that um, about the NFL this year because the Chiefs, look, I'll put the Chiefs number one, uh, and that's what you have, I believe. It is. But the... But then from there, like I can see a lot of cases where you could put Niners too. Yep. I, I think you could still put the Bills in in two or three, as crazy as that sounds. No, because, it's not crazy. Yeah, look, Von Miller, that injury's big, but if he is healthy uh in, in the playoffs, I mean that makes all the difference in the world. Um the Dolphins is an, an interesting case because if their defense can step up. They have one of the better coaches, I think, in the NFL right now. And I think coaching is obviously paramount for success. So I'll put them up there. And then the Eagles, too. I got to gotta throw the Eagles in the no mix. No question. Dude, Bengals yeah. are heating up right now. The only reason I get They are, I, man. I, I try and minimize my biases as much as I'm loud about them. The only reason mm. I have the Niners over the Eagles and Dolphins is just, you can't, dude, four games in a row of no points in the second half, even though some of it was luck. That's just hard-nosed football. That's like yeah. that's where you start to believe in yourself. You're delusionally confident. Like we're hitting dudes hard. And that to me is crazy. I value defense over offense, but if the Niners that game could have been 13-13, I would have easily moved the Niners way down cuz the Saints are the Saints and they're a good team but they're just not they don't put it clicking. Uh, okay, I got to I got to ask you a question on Please. the Niners real quick and then we can talk about the Eagles for a second cuz I know Maddie's probably smiling. Yeah. Um so with the move to get Christian McCaffrey in, right? Uh, I've been telling people that if the 49ers make a deep run again, um, I think even if they get to the NFC Championship, again, this is my opinion, they can get to that N NFC Championship game and then maybe it's a, a close game and maybe they don't make it, maybe they lose to the Eagles or the Vikings or whatever, or they get in. I think Jimmy G... I think you have to stick with them. I agree. And maybe I'm on a maybe I'm on an island, but people like I've been in a Twitter space and I literally got laughed out of the the room. And I'm like, guys, I watch football. I, I know I know ball, but apparently, like, I, maybe a lot of the Niners fans just feel differently about Jimmy G. I don't know. No, I dude, I'm completely. I agree with that, bro. Do you realize that, again? I'm all on a hand the mic over because I'm I could do this for hours. Do you realize how good the Niners would be if we didn't if we used our three first round picks on anything except Trey? Yeah. Imagine we picked up two defensive backs and a running back, or two. We don't even need a running back anymore. Two defensive backs and a linebacker. I don't even know. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what we need. One O right. lineman, one O lineman, two O lineman, and a defensive back. It'd be scary. So I'll pass it to Mike over to you two. I, I think the Eagles are only four on my list right now questionably under the Niners and Dolphins just because of their game against Indy and that they let, in my opinion, a very bad Green Bay team compete. That's where that's where this comes down to. I legitimately would take New Orleans over Green Bay on a neutral field. I, I think you have to at this point. <laughs> yeah. 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 
Well then, all right. So so let's talk about that game then, Ben, because Monday Night Football, Saints going to Tampa, three and a half point spread over under forty. What do you like? So Saints going into Tampa. I'm assuming Dalton's going to be quarterback again. Um, man, I kind of lean with the Bucks in that that spot, but it's just a weird spot because I I just don't know how good the Bucks are and it's their coaching, right? Like their, their coaching staff is just in a position. Like I listen to Todd Bowles make comments and I'm like, what are you saying? Like he seems incompetent. And then uh, Byron Leftwich is out there and he's like, yeah, we're going to keep running on first down. It doesn't matter if we get like one yard. And I'm like, who says that? <laughs> right. Yeah. It's a weird, it's a weird game. It's probably a stay away spot for me, but Bucks would be my lean. Yeah. I like it. And then the last thing before we lose you, anyone that you have currently in a playoff position that you think is going to fall off or anyone out of a playoff position that you think is going to make a run, the parody's there. We know it's not going to end exactly how it is. I'm just curious before me and Maddie give our plays. So the Titans, I mean, technically the Titans, I guess maybe are they already are in at this point, but I think they're going to be a team that's going to be in the playoffs one way or another, because Rabel is just such a good coach. Um, I I think we take it for granted when NFL teams have a bad coach versus a good coach, and it's not just always play calling. It's literally getting guys hyped up to play. And I know it sounds crazy, they're professionals, but we all go to work sometimes and we're not hyped up. Like That's We fair. have those days, right? I'm, I'm sure Matty has those days after the Eagles lose. Um <laughs> Or, I, or UFC, too. It's only right? happened once right, this Maddie? year. <laughs> yeah. It's very uncommon um, these days. <laughs> yeah, he's like, I don't... I mean, maybe it's easier for me as a Broncos fan. But, yeah, look, these these guys are professionals, but Rabel, man, he gets those guys ready to play each and every day, and it makes it easier to bet on them because you're not going to get, like, a lackluster effort out of them. So I think the Titans are going to be in Either way, I, I don't know how hot of a take that is, but no, I mean, yeah, like you said, now that the Colts lost this yesterday's game and they're up three, that's pretty secure. Do, yeah, because they're going to win their division. Yeah, yeah. Is, there, is there a team that you're like? So the Patriots right now are one out. The Chargers right now are one out. Do you see Chargers? 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 Yeah, and look, I think Herbert, he's still what I thought he was, and if they can get Keenan Allen back, man, I think that's the big. Difference mm-hmm. between them, like actually being a contender to make a run and not even making the playoffs. And I know it's just one wide receiver, but when you don't have Mike Williams, also, like you need one of those two guys. And I still think Keenan Allen, when healthy, is a top 10 wide receiver. So if they can get him back, that could be the team. Um, the Ravens, too. I'm curious, are you guys high on the Ravens or? I'm kind of selling the Ravens. I just don't believe in the Ravens. I just believe that they're not like, you know, I just don't think they can get it done in the playoffs. I, I was high on them preseason on their value to win the AFC. I'm for that bet that I made. I'm happy. I have four weeks, five weeks left because I think they would get dusted. If the, any, right if now. they can get hot at the right time. You yeah. Know. They could right get, now I just don't see it. They would get dusted right now. I'm Ben. I'm, what's, What's your opinion on this Jets team? Because I'm actually, I was telling Gina earlier, I'm really high on them right now. Yeah, so the weird thing with the Jets is I saw them play in person and Zach Wilson literally had a terrible game and they still beat the Broncos. 
Yeah. But that's not really saying a lot. And they beat. Um, the, I had them uh, against the Bills at plus four twenty, yeah. and like, yep, with a change. I had them on the back position the in that game. <laughs> yeah, and I was like, damn, should have been like Maddie and took the, the money took the money line. line. But okay, so here's my thing: the quarterback, uh, Mike White. I think at a certain point, defenses are going to be able to scheme for him. And I've said this a lot: like you get these quarterbacks who kind of get in the mix, and there's just not a lot of film on them. I don't think they can make a run in the playoffs at all. I think they could maybe sneak in as a wild card, but I don't think they can win a game in the playoffs. I feel pretty confident about that. What do you think about them? What do you, this, do you, guys what do you think about them this week though at Minnesota? I believe it's what like, three point spread. They're it's a dog. Three, they're, they're three point spread at Minnesota. So this line is just—it's literally just sitting at three, and yeah. I think the bookmakers are just kind of like, "Well, we'll see what happens." I actually think the sharp money is going to come in on the Vikings, believe it or not, because I think the public and look, the public and the sharps can be on the same side, but I think the Vikings, they've proven that they can win and play really good ball. And they did that for the first few games. And then they had some slip ups. But if, if I have to choose between the Vikings and their head coach and the jets right now, offensively, I, I got to go with the Vikings. Um, I think it moves to three and a half. I could be wrong on that, but I, I actually like the Vikings in that spot. Yeah. I, th- I just think the Jets' money line has some value. I just think defensively they can get after them. Gonna, I would say money line, you, you definitely would take a money line over the point spread in that spot because there's enough variance with still like a newer quarterback where you you look at money line in that spot versus like a, a plus three i agreed and so if i look at the let's just say the sevens because Bengals and jets are both seven and four and the patriots and chargers are both six and five i oh i know that i know the jets fans are good fans and want to see their team in the playoffs i gotta lead chargers here i gotta go with with ben a little bit and i'll i'll shut up if the jets win in minnesota this weekend I'll retract that statement. Jets might have an easier schedule, but I I could be wrong on that. But I know the Chargers, Chargers still have to play the Chiefs I again. Just trust, I trust. No, the they Jets. played the Chiefs twice. I just trust. They the already Jets did defense more than the yeah, Chargers. and I and I believe they get to play the Broncos and the Raiders once more. Yeah, they definitely play the Broncos again. The yeah. Raiders. They have the Colts. They play the Rams. Which it's funny looking at the Rams like headed into the season i'm like oh that's gonna be a tough game but now and i think the like, jets still have to play they still the just still have to play their division and it's a harder so, division than the chargers playing their division i so they, yeah so i stand corrected maybe the chargers they have, have just an, an easier, easier route. path it's just an easier path i, I the jets yeah. played the Patriots twice already i think that was like two games in three weeks or four weeks um but they will have to play the bills again correct i believe so right, but right, not, but not even that they have to play miami that's where yeah, that's true. And the Seahawks on the road, like, that's a tough that, spot. That's what I was. There you go. Seahawks on the road, not just that. Uh, I was going to ask you, too. I'm so biased. I hate the Seahawks so much. My last question for you The Seahawks are one game out behind the Giants and Commanders. Do you think the Seahawks lay down and they're flashing the pan, or do you think they come for the Giants or the Commanders? I think it's going to come down to the last week. And there's probably going to be scenarios where it's either like, Seahawks have to win. They need someone to lose. Vice versa. I think it's going to come down to the very end. Uh, unfortunately, the Seahawks have to play the Chiefs on uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, that's right. 
the Christmas slate is terrible, by the way. I don't know if you guys have looked at it, but um, it's just funny. Like teams we thought would be really good and good matchups didn't didn't happen this year. Um, They got the Panthers, though. They got the Rams. Yeah, I mean, they're going to be in the mix. I I don't know if they have enough to get in the playoffs, but it's going to come down to probably the last last week. But I will say, out of those three teams, I feel more confident about the Seahawks and the Commanders than I do the Giants, believe it or not. Uh, I just think the Giants sometimes offensively are too one-dimensional. They're too dependent on Saquon. It's only a matter of time until they tailor off. And the Commanders can go into New York and win this week. And that would give, you know, still a lot of time left, but Seahawks the driver's seat. It's so funny. Like I said, I was actually super excited, not for the games per se, but we kind of have an inverse uh, to the Thanksgiving. On Christmas Eve, Saturday, we have a gang, like 10 uh, NFL games. And then on Sunday, Christmas Day, we have three games just spread out, just like Thanksgiving. I was pumped for that. I'm not going to complain. You know, it's football. I think Thursday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. You excited to watch the Broncos play though on on a primetime slot? (laughs) Is that not? But what did they get? I think they got four o'clock on Sunday. They're like in the middle, and it's against the Rams. You're right. With the Broncos, Rams was a little more hype. But bro, as as the owner of a gambling site, that Sunday slate all garbage. People will bet every game when you put a game by itself. When it's yeah, when it's one after another after another, it it does work out pretty good. And there's enough value you can find value on props. Like for the people who don't want to bet, like 100%. if people are really like, "F, we got to watch the Broncos again." It's like, all right, just bet Russell Wilson's under or something, and then at least you can make some money off of no question. his terrible play. <laughs> no question, uh, Maddie. Is there any? Yeah. You know what we didn't do, and I want to ask just for two more minutes, Ben. I want to ask just a couple personal questions. We had some yeah. good feedback uh, via Twitter. By the way, you you're, you were one of the people that got me on Twitter. I don't know if I, know, I ever told you that. Uh, you used nice. to always hit me up and be like, dude, you got to go on Twitter. I'm like, dude, I'll, I'm crushing TikTok. And now <laughs> that I'm on Twitter, I love it so much more. I meet so much better people. I'm sorry for TikTok. There's just the scum of the earth on there. Uh, <laughs> and I just wanted to add, the feedback we got was like, hey, we want to know your guys' guests a little more. So can you ask them some questions? So Matt, do you yeah. want to lead it off? No, good. Okay, so Ben, how old were you when you started gambling? Uh, man, probably like my first official bet. I was probably like a little before 20, I would say. Like oh, I was still in college. Those are rookie and numbers. I, I was those th- are rookie I was numbers, bro. Well, <laughs> okay, like at a book. I get it, I get it. I'll just give you our time. I, you know what's funny though is I played a fantasy football league with my dad where I literally put my own money in for my allowance. I think I was 13 and that was when LT was killing it. But Daniel Tomlinson. Yeah. And it was an auction draft. Like, Oh, I didn't know. I didn't complex. Yeah. So I literally did my studying and I I think I paid like 56 bucks for LT (laughs) out of a hundred dollar salary. But my team was pretty good because dude, he would put up 25 points like every game. (laughs) So, yeah. And, and so those are just prerequisites. I just want to ask you for a couple, two, really two main questions. Yeah. Piece of advice you give anyone that's like on social media, runs into any of us, sees winning tickets, sees losing tickets. Just what's like a, you're trying to help a kid that has a question about sports gambling. What would you tell him? Um, I would say that it's, it's okay to ask questions because even if you ask, even if I ask questions on, Twitter sometimes I even get people who are like they try to like talk down to you like oh you didn't know that or 
of course, right? But I, I think at the end of the day, like I've been able to accept over the last three, four years that it, even if it feels like a stupid question, I would rather find out versus assume moving forward because I used to do that all the time and like not ask the question because I was scared of what people would assume or think of me. But it's like, who cares, right? Like, I, I know if people hit you up in the DMs, you'll ask or you'll answer them. And same with me. Yep. I think ask as many questions as you can because the sports books aren't an- like answering those questions for you, right? I can believe <laughs> so. Agree. Don't be afraid I, to ask I think anything. that's one thing. Yeah. And then uh, my, my is there a bet type that you just won't touch? Is there like just one bet type that makes you cringe when you see people pumping it, even though it gets likes and even though it gets engagement and we have businesses to drive leads to? Is there a bet type that you just won't touch? I mean, probably the nerfy <laughs> in baseball, <laughs> That's man. Fair. I, I bet it a few times, but it's just so much luck and randomness, right? Like in in that first inning and, uh, you know, talking to some really sharp guys, there used to be value on the nerfy and the yerfy back in oh, the day, no but way. now it got so mainstream where the books just started to juice the shit out of it. Yeah. Like I think someone, Maddie, were you running numbers where it was literally like, even if you bet every your yeah. fee or your fee blindly you're down like 200 units on either side <laughs> you're down on both <laughs> exactly yeah the, yeah so it's, I think a, it's anytime, an instant gratification yeah. bet is all it is 100 i you know maybe in my younger self i would bet more nerfies but that's just one bet where i'm just like it's cool if it hits but then if it doesn't you just piss your money away like within like 10 minutes <laughs> then you bleed it so, out and chase yeah. it. i agree and then yeah. um really moving moving forward tell tell people about what bennett capwise is what is capwise why should people consider it yeah uh I, I think first and foremost we've been able to just be super transparent right we're, we're not i i think first and foremost gina like when you're on tiktok or even twitter the amount of people that we encounter who you can just immediately see through their bullshit and they're that they're fake like that's that's what pisses me off about the sports betting space is there's a lot of those cats out there but we're coming into the space and we're saying like hey cap wise we're going to give you projections and numbers but this isn't a you know a a get rich quick scheme right like this is a grind this is you know it's it's what you guys are doing with uh your facebook group yeah you when people come in of course you're setting the expectation like you know this isn't a place to 5x your your money in that's two thing. weeks right ben i literally i literally recently i was just telling gina this today i had a one of our members pm me on facebook they, they don't even know how to gamble like they see gino's algorithm place and they they don't even know how to interpret them and actually place bets and he pm me and said that he the reason he's inside of discipline the gens is he wants to help he wants to retire his mother with with our sports picks <laughs> <laughs> and no like, pressure bro yeah like, <laughs> like i want to do that homie but like, that ain't yeah. happening yeah, yeah it's like hey i mean maybe you can get on like a, a five ten year plan but like yeah it's not sex set the expectation that exactly. we're going to do that in a few months because yeah. I, I don't blame him for thinking that though because what do we see on twitter all the time like i'm literally looking at this winning br betting ticket of uh christian Pulsic and US at half and then correct score. Um, right. Ironically, I the first thing that's on my Twitter feed, right? 
And you pump this into people's brains so much that they think like going up 10 units in a month isn't that good. Not even that good, dude. I've had people tell me that before. I've had people people tell me too, man. (laughs) I've had people tell me 55 to 57% anyone can do. And I'm like, oh, yeah, anyone. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, I'll take... I'll do anything to get 57% oh on an NFL season, man. I'll take that. I like yeah. It. Tell me, tell me how far I have to run. I'll, I'll start running right now. Yeah. <laughs> and just to wrap it up, where can people find you? What's like the handles, the places? Yeah. They could and and I'll answer for the rest of the, the last question. Oh, so please, please. Sorry. Uh, yeah. And I got off on a little bit of a tangent, there. but yeah, cap wise, we're, we're showing projections um, from, from our model with uh, Nick, who's, you know, he's, he specializes in that. But we're also acknowledging, and you guys do a really good job of this too, where sure the numbers can say one thing, but you still at the end of the day have to use your subjective thinking and see if there's something that's not in the model or algorithm that you can interpret and kind of combining the two, right? Combining the objective with the subjective and then, you know, the output is, uh, you know, a, a, a pick. So, yeah, I think that's what we're really striving to do for people and just to be transparent, man, because at the end of the day, we'll we'll all look back at what we did in our lives. And if we did it the wrong way, then you're not going to feel good about it. So people can find me on Twitter, on TikTok. Our Discord's been growing. We've done a really good job of weeding out people in the Discord and just the way we promote it, where we're not getting a lot of toxic cats in there. So our Discord's a good spot. Yeah, to come in and ask questions. It's free. So That's awesome. Maddie, anything else before we cut on? What's your handle on uh, TikTok and Twitter? Uh, so it's going to be, let's see, on on Twitter, it's Ben and then underscore Carrie, C-A-R-Y underscore. It's funny. There's another guy named Ben Carey, and people have tagged him many times, and he's like into <laughs> yoga, and he'll, be, he'll tag me sometimes and be like, I think they meant you. <laughs> it's, it's, actually, it's actually hilarious because it like- happens a lot. That, so. A complete yogi that doesn't watch any sports and doesn't <laughs> yeah, he's gamble. Probably, probably doesn't watch any sports at all. It. And then on TikTok, I think it's Ben underscore Capwise. That's C A P W I Z E. I love wow. it, brother. Always a pleasure, my dude. Thank you for the college projections. For sure, thank man. You, thank you for the yeah, playoff. And, and and Gino, some of the people don't know, man. We were we were hitting it or chatting it up and shooting the shit before legalization, man. Oh my Back god, in like yeah, seventeen. Yeah. You're right, dude. We've shit. Has it been eight years now? No, five years. It feels, it feels it feels like such a long time, like which is crazy. Yeah, like, no, I agree. Dude. Four or five years in. Yeah, I mean, if I gotta end Uncle Gino just for like a quick second, dudes like Ben, Maddie that put out good energy meet good people. And I'm not saying I'm a good person. I'm just trying to say, like, if you put out positive energy, you can make friends in this space. If you're just a complete piece of shit and every comment you put out is negative, you're gonna wind up alone, my dudes. So do yourselves a favor. Can't go back in time. Engage with people on sports betting TikTok, on sports betting Twitter, on Instagram, and be positive. If you literally spend your whole life saying L and I could I do that. Just, I was just going to say, like, yeah. like, dude, you're just going to be yeah. alone at the end. You're on social media because you're yearning to connect with people. And if you don't even have that basic skill to engage with strangers in a decent manner, you're going to be lonely, my dude, and you're going to never make it in this space. So I'm sorry. I, I had to just because I see it so often and these are people that want careers like us and i'm not here to brag i'm just saying they want to be in this space but every time they interact with someone in this space they're a piece of shit and people see that man people see everything on twitter 
I had an advertiser reach out to us and, and they literally said something along the lines of that. Like, they're like, I appreciate your interactions when people, I, I don't know if it was talk shit or chirp you. Yeah. Like I don't come back to them and say like, no, fuck you. Right. Exactly. I just say like, Hey man, yeah. I'll, I'll eat, I'll eat my L it's on to the next one. Right. Yeah. Like, Cause then you get into the back and forth and like, when's the last time anyone's mind was changed on Twitter? Right. Good point. <laughs> like, it's not a yeah. place to, to try to combat with an argument. So sometimes you just have to kill them with kindness. For sure. I agree. My a dude. lot of times their whole demeanor changes right after, you know, if you kill them with kindness, then they're like, Oh, I actually love following your plays. Blah, <laughs> yeah, blah. Yeah, I've, I've had a few people come back and they're like, Hey man, my bad. I, uh, yeah, or I, I was just, just I, I just, you know, I lost like five plays in a row, like my bad. And I'm like, yeah, I, yeah. I've been there. Right. It's so. been there 10 times, man. Ten, and we'll be there 10 times more. <laughs> yep. And everyone one time in their life will lose 10 plays in a row. Completely. Agree, remember that. Dude. So keep, keep humble guys, like not you guys, but like people on social media, everyone. like you will have one of those stretches. And then now what? I completely so, agree, my dude. That's why we shouldn't get ten yep. units of play. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, because if if you're if you're down a hundred units, you know, then well, you just you like, just bet a hundred on the next. You bet a hundred <laughs> units on the next play. Yeah, exactly. I appreciate you, homie. You're Thanks, always bro. a pleasure. Yeah, I appreciate you guys having me on, and we'll, we'll talk later. Yes, later, sir. bro. My degens, follow us on all our socials. Although we have a paid group, giving out the best data and plays in the game. We also leak out free picks. We also sweat games with everyone. Maddie and I spend hours researching games to give you data and edges. And I just can't tell you that everything we do is to get you to win more and lose less. Obviously, I'm biased as hell because I own betopenly.com. But we are 1% juice. You literally win more and lose less. Betopenly.com. My dog. On a warm summer's evening. On a train bound for nowhere. I met up with a gambler. Too tired to sleep, so we took turns of staring out the window at the darkness. The boredom overtook us, and he began to speak. He said, Son, I've made a life out of reading people's faces and knowing what the cards were by the way they held their eyes. So if you don't mind my saying, I can see you out of faces for a taste of your whiskey. I'll give you some advice. You got to know when to hold up, know when to hold up. Know when to walk away and know when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough to count when the dealing's done. Surviving is knowing what to throw away, knowing what to keep. Cause every hand's a winner, and every hand's a loser. And the best that you can hope for is to die in your sleep. And when he finished speaking, he turned back toward the window, crushed out his cigarette, faded off to sleep. And somewhere in the darkness, the gambler he broke even. In his final words, I found an ace that I could keep. You got no when to hold up, no when to hold up, no when to walk away, and no when to run. You never count your money. When you're sitting at the table, there'll be time enough for counting when the dealing's done.